Hi everyone, welcome to Wildly Becoming. I'm your host, Rachel Bain. Our stories hold the power to help others overcome. Join us each week to hear incredible real life stories from our guests. We are wildly becoming who God created us to be. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, Wildly Becoming fam. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Wildly Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Bain, and I am here with the amazing co-host, Jill Glosser. We are really excited to bring you today's episode about Jesus and women. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And we have already prayed that this won't get us in too much trouble. Mm -hmm. So Jill, let's talk about some women in the Bible. Yes. I just, I just want to pick your brain because like when we're on the phone or when we're talking, you always, first of all, you crack me up. Nobody knows really truly how funny this girl is, but I'm telling you (laughs) her wit is off the charts. Like, I mean, belly laughing, tears rolling down your face. She's hysterical. And she's always throwing in, don't make me be like so-and-so from the Bible. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it's just too much. But um, do you have like a favorite person in the Bible or like women that since we're talking about women. So obviously. it's hard for me to have just one favorite because I love so many Bible characters who were actually real people that walked this earth, side note. But if I'm going to start talking about specifically women of the Bible, I'll just share some that come to mind. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first person I think of is Phoebe. And I probably get a little bit fiery and fired up about this because people try to tell me as a female, I can't be a pastor. But if you really understand the scriptures, you can see that's inaccurate, especially when you look at Jesus's life as well. So let's start with Phoebe. Phoebe was delivering Paul's letters. And this is just going to be like a quick overview. Mm -hmm. So I just want our listeners to know, go open your Bible and do a deeper study so you can learn a little bit more. And you should always verify that what truth people are sharing with you is accurate. So it's always good to know your Bible. Good point. Mm -hmm. It's funny when you, if you Google Phoebe, you'll find some people called her a deacon in the church, but she was delivering Paul's letters. Hold on, already? Like (laughs) now they're calling her a deacon or back then they were calling her a deacon? Even back then. But like Phoebe had to be very brave and bold and courageous because traveling at that time in ancient times and she was going to give these letters and deliver them. And a lot of the people she was going to, they didn't like Paul. They didn't really Uh want to hear what he had to say. Because if you think about Paul's writings, he was telling a lot of churches to get it together. So don't kill the messenger. (laughs) So Phoebe was a very special part of Paul's ministry. Yes, because without her. There is a whole book about Phoebe. If you want to check it out, it's literally titled Phoebe. It's really good read. It's a deeper read, and it's pretty cool because it's a story as if it's written from her perspective. So do you know why he chose her, or did nobody want to do it? That I don't know. Yeah, I'm just curious about that. Like, why her? Hmm. My guess is probably divine God handpicked, but that's a guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that's biblically accurate. Okay, who's next? Give me another lady. Um, Let's see, Abigail? Okay, Abigail. She's one of my favorites. So Abigail was married to Nabal, who was a drunken fool. And 
his people were not kind. Again, everybody, I'm paraphrasing these Bible stories. So follow along and, (laughs) you know, don't expect me to be quoting scripture because I'm just (laughs) paraphrasing. But Abigail's, uh, her husband, his men were not kind to King David's men, his servants. And so King David went back because if you know anything about King David in the Bible, he could be bloodthirsty. Like he was a man after God's heart, but he screwed up a lot too, which is why I also love King David. But it was Abigail that stopped King David's men. She like went out on her own to greet them because she knew that her husband and her family had disrespected them. So she basically essentially stopped her family and people from being killed because they were not going to have it. And I, I love her story because <laughs> if you've ever been in relationships with fools, <laughs> God is truly our defender. So Nabal was a drunken fool and he ended up dying. Like he dies. I think he's like, I forget if the Bible said his heart was like drunk and merry. I think he had a heart attack. Either way, he died. But then in ancient culture, you know, women were cared for by having a husband and women did not really have rights and money and things. You know, back then they were just so dependent on having that husband covering them. And so King David took Abigail as a wife. She lost the zero and got a hero. (laughs) I don't know if he was really a hero because he probably had a lot of wives. But anyway, the covering of a king. Earthly. Yes, but mm-hmm. see how God improved her life situation. So I just love that she was bold and brave and courageous and was like, I'm going to go fix the wrongs of my husband and family. Wow. Yeah, pretty wild, huh? That is wild. Especially if you're married to a drunk and I would imagine. Uh huh. When well, you're dealing that with. That would have been like, yeah. you know, abusive. Terrible. Or, yes. And, and knowing. So people can't tell me that God didn't care about women and that they don't have a special story in redemption. And so, I, yeah, that's why I love Abigail. So who next? Okay. This um, is fun. I feel like it's <laughs> going to get me in trouble eventually, but let's go. How about the woman at the well? Okay. The woman at the well had such a wild story. So you really need to understand and study history to properly interpret scripture. And by the way... Our Western culture totally interprets scripture different than Middle Eastern culture. So even at that time, this is so funny. I learned this. The well could have been like a hookup place back in the day because the women were going to draw water. So this is so scandalous that this woman with five husbands goes to the well. Jesus stayed where he was at overnight before going there. We know that he knew he wanted to go there. He knew he had to go there for the Samaritan woman. But she's going out to draw water. And you also have to remember, the Jews and Samaritans did not like each other at all. So the fact that this guy comes on the scene, and he's going to talk to her, and he's a Jew, she's probably like, what is happening right now? And she had no idea who she encountered until he knew things about her that nobody should know. So it's really wild that Jesus intentionally changed direction to go to her because it was so important that he reveal himself to her. As a matter of fact, I love this about Jesus. That's the first place in the Bible where he very clearly says that he is the Messiah. Wow! So this is a really big deal. And he's revealing this to a Samaritan woman. 
Okay. Wow. Right. Who? So <laughs> in ancient culture at that time, women could not give testimony at all. They couldn't give testimony in court or they, you know, they did not have rights like now. So the fact that Jesus knows things about her and then she's shocked that he has to be, you know, the Messiah because he knows things about me. No one should. And she had five husbands and I'm sure she was loaded with shame. She then goes and tells her whole town and shares her testimony, which women weren't really supposed to do back then. And no one would listen to them. No one would believe women back then. They were like, that was a whole thing if you study the ancient culture. So because of her believing in Jesus and running back and sharing her testimony, she reached her whole town, which essentially wow. is evangelism. Mm -hmm. The woman with the five husbands, though, maybe living with the boyfriend at the time, you know. So how awesome is that, that Jesus, he didn't choose the first time declaring his divinity to the disciples. He was like the woman at the well, the least likely person. This is why I love Jesus so much. And this is why I get fired up when people try to tell me as a woman that I cannot use my voice because that woman went back and used her voice, even though she risked that no one was going to listen to her and her whole town believed because of her. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That, that is amazing. And truly, yeah. Because, and he didn't seek out the woman that was the most refined. He didn't seek out the woman that was, you know, hosting the biggest tea party. He, right. It was the woman at the well. Yes, awesome. absolutely. Deborah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Deborah real quick. So Deborah was a prophetess and she was the only, so if you don't know what a prophetess is, she would receive inspiration and words from God and she would deliver those to people. She was also the only female judge of Israel. So again, people try to wow. tell us as women, we can't do things, but here we see in the old Testament that she was chosen as a judge over Israel. Huh? A kind judge. of funny, a judge, yes, which right? is a ruler. So the other super cool thing I love about Deborah is that there was a man who would not even go to battle without her. Like Deborah was strong and fierce and people respected her and they sought her out for godly counsel. So when you say he wouldn't go to battle without her, he wouldn't like. Like a physical battle. They would not like go to battle without Deborah. she went with them? I believe with so because he was crying and moaning that he wouldn't go without her. Wow. But she's also known as a mother to Israel, but there's no breakdown of her actually having a physical child. So a lot of people talk about Deborah as having a very nurturing spirit. So if you huh. think about that, like a God mom, like mm -hmm. I like to call myself a God mom because I don't have kids and I love loving on kids. So she was strong, fierce, mighty warrior. Wow. Very Yes. Cool. That's I know. Something, isn't it? Um, Lydia. Okay. Lydia. This is fun. <laughs> I have been asking people to study Lydia and they're like, I can't find anything about her. So Lydia really turns everything upside down because if we were modern times, she'd be like me, a single woman inviting people to stay in her home because they were missionaries. She basically invited Paul. I forget who was with him because we're doing this on the fly and I'm not a walking Bible. Okay. I'm not claiming to be a Bible Sorry, scholar I'm on blast. <laughs> yeah. But I do love studying God's word, but Lydia is amazing because she was like a convert. 
during Paul, like traveling, telling people about the Lord. And she is converted. And I believe Lydia, some people say she's like the first, like she had a house church and no, oh, really? Yeah, but to me, I'm like, well, wasn't that scandalous back then if she invites them to stay in her home, even though hospitality was like huge back in ancient culture? Mm-hmm. But still, I still think it's so funny because like the person here at the radio station was talking about going against the grain, you know, Angie, the awesome woman helping us. And I think Jesus was going against the grain, you know, because the Pharisees and even like this with like Paul and Lydia. So I encourage you, if you're listening, go check out Lydia. She was a wealthy woman and she, it's just amazing. Huh. Yeah. So some people say that she had a house church. Oh man, that's a woman leading a church. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was me. Okay. Uh, Carrying on. So a woman in divorce. Okay. Let's... This is really fascinating. So it's also terrifying. I've been doing a Bible study about Jesus and women, and the woman leading the Bible study talks a lot about history and what was going on in ancient culture. There were so many rules and regulations back then. I think even the Pharisees had like, oh, I just read this somewhere. There were seven types of Pharisees, which blew my mind, but then they had I just read that too. Yeah. And they had like this whole entire, like, I think there were like 12 editions of like all the laws that were added to the original law for Moses to make sure they could follow the law. It was just a mess. It was like, I don't know how anyone followed anything back then. But I was so blown away to find out that if a woman burnt her husband's meal, like if you burnt the food, first of all, I'm a woman that. I do not declare to be a good cook. So this is probably why this was so funny to me and so interesting. But she could be, that could be grounds for divorce. Wow. So it makes you think differently of the woman with five husbands at the well, right? Like were the men boneheads and divorcing her for- a bad cook. Yeah. I think we automatically, our brains are like, oh, she was cheating and scandalous. But what if she was just a bad cook? And I don't even know all the other laws, but I thought how crazy that if she, oh, the other one. Was it her hair was down or not braided? It was something to do with the hair. But there were all these different little things that could be grounds for divorce. So women truly like had hardly any rights. So basically, if your husband doesn't want you, you, you could be easily disposed of. There's, there's always going to be something. I mean, Almost, I would say yes to like. that based on just that mm-hmm. one thing alone, yeah. like burning a meal. I mean, how many times have you burnt food? Oh, we don't. My kids think that but the smell of burnt food is good home cooking. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, then you would have been divorced. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. So I just thought that was wild. I was like, well, um, okay. Wow. So very cool. Yeah. Do you have any other women that you like to? Let's see. Who else can I think of off the top of my head? There are so many amazing women in the Bible. I tried to think of some that maybe we don't talk about a lot mm-hmm. or that people don't know because a lot of us know Mary that, you know, Jesus's mother. And a lot of people know Elizabeth. So, but there are so many incredible, mm-hmm. strong mighty warrior women in the Bible. I remember reading a story with, I think Deborah and her friend, was it JL? Oh yeah. JL that she, drove the tent peg yeah, through, through someone's the, head. Yeah. Through, they got, yeah. the, was it a, 
I don't know. He was a, oh, I'm going to get this so wrong. He was like a. They were at war. Yes. And they brought him in. I mm-hmm. think he was like, I don't know, some high up leader yeah. in the in the military. Yeah. They brought him in, got him drunk. We're really. We're digging. Sorry. <laughs> got him Just drunk. saying we are not verbatim. <laughs> Per God's word, right, right now, right? Just like um, they. I'm that like, one guy, oh gosh, bro, the one guy we... with the one guy, <laughs> yeah, and that girl. <laughs> we but just... she did. She drove a stake through his yeah. temple. Yeah, yeah. We want to encourage you to do your own research. What can you learn about women in the Bible, and how can that inspire you today? Because women were very special to Jesus. They helped him with his earthly ministry. And they're also the first that he revealed that he was risen. Yes, that's exactly right. The first one. So the first one he reveals, like, hey, I'm the Messiah. The first one he says, hey, look, I really rose from the dead like I said I would. And you think about that. The women that run back and share that testimony and how it changed the trajectory of lives. So ladies, I want to encourage you if you're listening today, you use your voice. Don't let anyone put a muzzle on you and you keep using your voice for God's glory. Thank you all for listening today. We love you all. Keep using your voice. And as always, stay stay wild. wild. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Bain Ministries. Send me a message or leave a comment and I'd love to get back to you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button. Remember, you are wildly becoming who God created you to be. The Rise FM Podcast Network.